Run. And we're live! Welcome back to Supreme Verdict Magic's only live debate show. I'm one of your hosts, John Dunning, and I'm here with my other co-host, as usual, my co-captain, Pixie Kitten. Welcome back. Hey, what's up? What is up? Well, what is up? PK, it all comes down to this. Uh, this is the inaugural year for Supreme Verdict. This thing has kind of blown up like gangbusters and as well as should be because the talent that we, uh, you know, blackmailed people to, to be on this show is, is astounding. <laughs> and I'm not even going to apologize for it. So we've, we've had some absolute just barn burners so far, but this is kind of the cream of the crop, PK. This is the undefeated going for the vacant first uh, mm -hmm. singles league championship. How excited are you, my friend? I'm super excited. I think this is going to be like the best episode yet. I, I don't know who, I, I really have no idea who's going to take this one because on each episode that these contestants were on, they like blew it away. So I don't know what's going to happen tonight. Did you do a poll for this one? We did do a poll. So uh, we have a 1-0, a 1-0, and a 3-0 competitor going for the vacant title. So the, the poll was very, very close. This is the closest poll we've ever had. Um, okay. But the, the favorite going in just from record and by winning the poll is going to be our 3-0, Jason Alt. But uh, more on that later. Ooh. But we could, you know, Kessler, I think, had the stiffest competition in his match. And it, it was very close, but he, he mm -hmm. won that match. My competition was John. Hey, you're like... not here yet. Um where Kat, I think, was the most dominant performance, so you have that. But Jason has beaten six other competitors. He beat you, he mm -hmm. beat me, he beat yeah. the entire guest list to my bar mitzvah. Yeah. I mean, he, he is just on an absolute tear. So let's uh, get to know our competitors, if, if everyone hasn't known. We'll start off with Alex Kessler, co-host of the Masters of Modern. He's the Toy Master CEO at Kesco, drinker of blue milk, even though he's allergic. So uh, you remember uh, Kessler going up against uh, Jim, who was the favorite of that okay. show. And he also went right. up against uh, uh, Jason's co-host on Brainstorm Brewery, Corbin Hostler. Uh, how do you think Alex is going to fare tonight? Um, I think Alex is, is going to be a real strong competitor here because I, if I remember that show, I think he, it wasn't very close, was it? I mean, I think he took that one away. It was it was it was highly contested. Uh, Jim Jim really put a lot into it with that okay. leg warmers uh, argument. That's right. That's right. It came down to leg warmers versus fanny packs, and you know I guess fanny yes. packs took it. So, uh, but let's talk about the most dominant performer that we've had on the show, and that is Cat mm -hmm. Light Hellcat MTG at YouTube, fresh off slaying at the Mythic Invitational, destroying oh, opponents yeah. at the tables and the debate stage. So. Uh, if you remember, Cat took down a uh, a mermaid cosplay in Cody, and yes. yeah. oh my gosh! So yes. how do you think Cat's gonna do? I think I think Cat's gonna do really well tonight. She she did awesome on the episode she was on, um, and her competitors were 
wild. They were so <laughs> very distracting, um, we'll say. Yeah, but I I'm I really think Kat's gonna do well. She's my pick to win tonight. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Early early uh prognostication thrown uh, uh on the on the table now let's talk about the favorite of the night jason alt co-host of brainstorm brewery money draft and film hooligans he's the big boss of edh content undefeated three and oh master debater how do you think you said that uh, you missed jason alt are you happy that he's back or he's yeah i am i mean you know he's he's kind of a little bit mean mm-hmm. um but you know sometimes it's just it's funny so you just want to hear that i'm, I'm looking forward to it Sure, and let's uh, let's see who's going to be calling this match, and we'll, let's go over to the the brand new uh, judges table, and that's going to be Mr. Slivers, Mr. The Zuby, and myself. We're going to be judging this thing. So, uh, Slivers and Zuby, how do you think this this uh, match is going to shake down? I'm going to need a lot of whiskey for this one. This is going to be intense. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think uh, I think there's going to be sparks. I think there might be some fire. There might even be a cave-in. It's, it's going to be some good stuff. Perfect. I've either got the feeling that this is going to be like the Rocky versus Apollo match in Rocky 2, where it's really, really close, and who's going to get up on the 10-second count first, or it's going to be the second fight where Rocky fights Mr. T in Rocky 3, where <laughs> it's no contest at all. I've got... Wow. <laughs> all right, well... Really cover they spread just covering all your bases there we yeah. have we have yeah. slow rolled this sure. enough let's actually meet the competitor so introducing first representing the masters of modern podcast and kesco with one win and zero defeats alex kessler welcome sir alex you're mute <laughs> uh-oh oh, boy. Hello there. Hello. <laughs> Alex, like me, uh, you are suffering from the plague, but you are a good sport and you came on anyways. Uh, are, wh- what do you think your chances are against these two tough competitors tonight? Honestly, I'm just here to take down Jason. I don't need to win personally. Uh, I just think a 3-0 record just doesn't need to stand. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, God has given me every handicap possible. You'll see me blowing my nose. I'm drinking a nice big pot of hot tea as we go through this. <laughs> and, uh, you know, not to mention we're playing his home court, right? This is the, the theme for tonight, I believe is pioneer and, and, uh, inebriating, uh, beverages. And, uh, he's on a podcast called Brainstorm Brewery. So mm. Really, really, you know, really wanting to make it easy for himself, and so today is about beating him. Ah, so, so you're calling uh, <laughs> home court advantage for, for Jason Alt. But first, uh, before we, we get his thoughts on it, let's talk about at one win and zero defeats representing Mage Market MTG. Uh, I, I hope I said that correctly, but we have Hellcat Light. Welcome back, man. Hey. Thank you. I'm super excited to compete and to crush again, obviously. I am competitive through and through, and this is just another competition. Yeah, it seems so. like you were on like, a whole <laughs> different show uh, than your competitors last time. Zach's uh, <laughs> argument, although he was on the Death Star uh, and had Kylo Ren in the background, he, mm-hmm. he was his argument was just that he should win and his answers were the best. And uh, no one's in Mermaid getup this time, so uh, it looks uh-huh. like your opponents might be taking this a little bit more seriously this time. Well, I look forward to the challenge. Excellent. All right. So, last but not least, representing Brainstorm Brewery, EDH Rec, 
film hooligans, all the other stuff at three wins and zero defeats. Jason Alt, welcome back. It's been a while, sir. Not long enough. <laughs> oh, dang. Yeah. I feel like there was a there was like a month where I did this show like three times in a, like a three week period, and uh, I we had to go away and, like and meditate. And if we're talking Rocky, I had to go out in a cabin in the woods and chop wood. And everyone's like, "That's not related to the contest you're doing." But I'm like, "It's a montage. Everything you do in a montage helps." So I feel like I've been trained up enough. Yeah, yeah. You were you were when, when this when, when, that's when he comes in insults the sport right. Doesn't want to be here. Sure. You know, I don't know why. I don't know why anyone would be voting for that type of attitude. Oh, Ooh, it's fight starting. Words. Nice. Starting. <laughs> it might, PK, it might be these two gentlemen just killing each other. Cat might just win off of, uh, you know. Yeah, she's gonna take it. Well, let's get this party started. Let's go over the rules real quick. So contestants will be read questions. Why did I make this yellow? Uh, From, yeah, contestants may ask for a repeat of the question. Clarification as many times as needed to understand the question. There's four rounds. Each competitor will be given two minutes for opening statement and one minute for rebuttal per round. Opposing contestants may not speak while a contestant is on the clock. All points made by contestants after the time has expired shall be stricken from the record. Judges will vote. Uh, round winner by strength of argument, originality, and entertainment. Uh, Fact-checking will be strictly enforced. Uh, round three winner will be decided not by me, not by the other judges, but by the chat. And the majority will vote. Uh, and in the result of a tie, a fifth round sudden death will determine the match winner. So do we have any questions from the competitors? Uh, when you ask for re like repeats of the question, does that count towards your time or does that uh, get stricken from your timeline? PK? No, that doesn't count towards your time. Okay. Perfect. Uh, any questions from the judges? No. All right. Well, then let's wipe the board. This is where I play the next level. <laughs> Four rounds to a finish for the vacant Supreme Verdict Singles League Championship belt. Let's get it on. All right. Jason, you are the favorite by record and by Twitter poll. You get to pick the order of round one. So who will be answering the question first and second? Uh, let's go Alex, then Kath, and me. All right. That is Ooh. our first round order. So Alex is on the clock first. PK, put two minutes for the opening round and then read the question and let's get this party started. Okay. Question number one. It's time to brew. Using a plane from the multiverse of Magic the Gathering for inspiration, craft a custom adult beverage based on that plane. What style of beverage best represents the plane you choose? And what kind of flavor profile does it have? And which Magic the Gathering format is it best to pair with? Can you uh, can you repeat the question one more time? 
Using a plane from the Multiverse of Magic the Gathering for inspiration, craft a custom adult beverage based on the plane. What style of beverage best represents the plane you choose? What kind of flavor profile does it have? And which Magic the Gathering format is it best to pair with? And your two minutes are starting. Alex? Um, to be totally honest, I'm going to go with just a strong uh, Japanese whiskey on the rocks. I'm going to kind of lean right into... Just something smooth and simple, maybe a little bit of peat in there, uh, add a little bit of peatiness to the flavor profile. I'm going to aim to be inspired by the Kamigawa block. I feel like obviously there are connections there. Um, if I were to pick uh, Japanese whiskey being a top-tier whiskey to me, I feel like Kamigawa would be a place to get uh, similar brews. Uh, and I'm going to lean into modern. Uh, you know, it's a modern-style whiskey. A lot of people look at uh, Scotland's for more older scotches or maybe even kind of a Tennessee bourbon and uh, don't always go towards Japanese whiskey or understand how high quality that drink could be. Um, and so it's a modern profile. It's a modern flavor. And I think I'm excited to try um, do a do a, a nice flight of uh, Kamigawa uh, whiskeys. Okay. Okay. Are you... Uh Relinquishing the rest of your time? Yes, yeah, I'm good. Okay. I'm, I, I'm, I'm fine here. <laughs> I'm good, All right, Kat, uh, two minutes on the clock. Mm-hmm. Whatever Pete says, go. Go ahead. Um, so the first thing I thought about one of my favorite blocks is uh, Lorwyn block because of the fairies. I love fairies. I love the tempo magic, and I think that when I thought of fairy, fairies, I thought of the card Bitter Blossom, and there's lots of, like, dark, like, uh, the colors in it and the flowers made me think of, like, fairies. And so I thought of, like, a gin drink, something, like, sophisticated with, like, a floral element with gin, with berries, with, like, blueberries, blackberries. No, not blueberries. I don't like that. Blackberries and, like, raspberries. And you have, like, but fairies aren't just, like, soft and floral. They also give something like a kick. Like, you don't screw around with fairies. And so I thought of, like, a sprig of rosemary in there and then shaken on ice. And I really liked that kind of drink. It was, like, a floral but with a bite to it, which really, to me, encompasses the Lorwyn fairy block. And fairies are, uh, well, if we could go back to standard, fairies were just broken and not standard, but that's not standard anymore. So probably, like, a modern element where um, it's not a drink that's for everyone, but if you love fairies... Uh, and you just always play it. That's the same way with the drink. And that is what I have. Yielding back the remainder of your time? I am. All right, we have two modern drinks so far. Let's see if Jason decides to go with that as well. Two minutes on the clock. Whatever PK says, go. Go. So I think it was a little obvious to just go with the, the hard liquor. I think... The influence of the hard liquor is important, which is why my drink would be a whiskey barrel-aged stout inspired by the Phyrexian block. So you have, like, that dark influence creeping in on something that's uh, already pretty good and making it new and more interesting. Um, so you get sort of that, that darkness, that, that, that whiskey character. You know, you can go with a bourbon whiskey. You could go with, a, like, a Tennessee-type whiskey. Um, it's uh, It takes something that I kind of find a little bit one note and somewhat boring, which is a stout, and it makes it way more complex and interesting. The perfect pairing for that, EDH with friends, or any gathering with friends. I got a got a bourbon barrel-aged uh, beer right here, and I think it's the, the perfect pairing for this activity and uh, anytime you're meeting with your best buds. So I think that is the drink I would go with. All right. Yielding back the rest of your time? 
Yeah, let's uh, let's not beat around the bush. Let's go back to Alex <laughs> for rebuttals. Sixty seconds on the clock. Whenever Cat says go, so, or not Cat. Sorry, PK. So, so many cats. <laughs> go ahead. So I kind of uh, addressing both Drake's in the room. Uh, first, let's let's start with fairies, kind of in order of, of turn. Uh, the biggest issue I have there is that. Fairies are small. Their alcohol content ability to consume is not something that I think uh, would really be enough for me or really any human. Uh, and so getting a drink themed around them feels very weak. I feel like I'd be being ripped off for the price of how much I'd be paying for that drink. Um, though I do appreciate the modern shout out. Now, um, with Jason, you know, obviously this is a person who's willing to take a glass of beer to a game of commander. I don't want to risk my cards. Uh, that's, that's, there's so much spilling that can happen while drinking, uh, with that type of power on the table. You know, I'm risking the friendship of not only just my opponent, but now three of my friends. And, uh, I wouldn't want to put myself in a position that, Ten seconds. Uh, that I damage my cards with his drink, but could damage, uh, uh, people I care about. At least, you know, in a modern or a 1v1 competitive format, I want my opponent's tears. That's to time. Nope, great. All Thanks. Right. <laughs> 60 seconds on the clock for Kat. Go ahead. I would like to address both of my competitors in one uh, fluid motion of lack of creativity. Oh. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I thought that going with a whiskey on the rocks was very plain, and I'm going to throw Japanese in front of it and make it Kamigawa in modern. I thought that was very um, boring. And I think Jason's, he's literally sitting in front of him, and that's what he decided to go with. <laughs> and I think that that was an easy way out. I think going with EDH when he represents EDH rec was kind of an easy way out. Stouts also with Phyrexia is like stouts are sweet and soft and like why they have undertones. It's just like not something I would ever associate with Phyrexia ever. I think that that was very um, lackluster in its comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if you want to have something that's actually creative and have actually something that's inspired by the block and by fairies, which you should never underestimate. And if you do, you're they're just going to you're just going to die. That's how fairies work. Uh, that my drink was very obviously the most original, the best connected, and just the best drink. All right. It's time. Out of the gate, swinging at the fences. Jason, 60 <laughs> seconds on the mm. clock. Whenever PK says go. Go I don't ahead. think I'm Oh. Did you see? Okay. All right. I'm not going to waste too much of my time on Alex's boring drink. Um, <laughs> the least he could have done was add some dry ice to make it, you know, look like there's spirits or something. Um, it was nice of him to... Uh, Accuse me of spilling my drink on the table. I never said I would drink and set my drink on the table. Uh, I've been playing EDH with beers forever. We all have. Nobody spilled a drink because we're adults. If you're old enough to drink a beer, you're old enough not to spill a beer while you're playing Magic. Um, I, I will say Alex took mine. <laughs> I was going to go with uh, Kamigawa because spirits, not because Japanese whiskey, but because spirits. Um, but... Uh, I don't think adding a few berries to a boring drink. If you're going to go fairies, at least add Sprite to it. At least make a pun of it. <laughs> and uh, since uh, berries and whiskey is kind of a white girl drink, you add Sprite anyway, right? Like add Sprite to box wine, add Sprite to everything. <laughs> so I think uh, I pick something dark and complex, and uh, I think uh, I've had the best drink. All right. Whoa. All right. That was a hell of a first round. You could, oh man, it's like we're taking it too seriously. I hate when my friends fight, but I kind of like it too. So we're going to go to the judges table now. Uh, I, I could read over the notes for everyone real quick. So 
Uh, Alex picked a Japanese whiskey, um, a little peated, which I liked that little throw in, uh, from Kamigawa and, and making it modern. And then uh, we go over to, or yeah, we go over to Cat uh, Lorwin, uh, Tempo, Bitter Blossom, played in my heartstrings. I love that card. Uh, she went with uh, Gin, Blackberries, Rosemary, Sprig uh, for Fairies, also modern. Uh, and then we had Jason going with the Whiskey Barrel Aged Stout, Phyrexian style, uh, and he promoted EDH with Friends. We go to the rebuttals. Uh, Alex said, you know, fairies are too small. It's not enough party for, for Alex Kessler. Uh, and then uh, Jason, he, he was counting on Jason just to be kind of sloppy and spilling beer on everything. Um, and then we go over to Kat. She said lack of creativity on both her, of her opponents. Very boring. Uh, Kamigawa and Phyrexia doesn't really mesh with the choices. Jason's rebuttal said Alex uh, just had a really boring drink, but then said that Alex took his uh, his uh, uh, plane for Kamigawa, and he said he's never spilt a beer because he is a competent drunk. Uh, fairies, uh, he said, just had no Sprite in it, and that was a missed opportunity if we're just talking about puns solely. So that's the that is the uh, just the arguments, gentlemen. Uh, Zuby, did you have any facts uh, that you wanted to point out? Um, or everything. One of the facts. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things was that Jason. What was your exact plane? Just the Phyrexian block. You're talking about Mirrodin, or yeah. what exactly? Well, okay. Mirrodin when Phyrexia invaded. Okay. 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 Because wasn't sure about that and. I don't know. The, the biggest fact that I have to represent is I get the feeling, you know, that Cat is the only one who really crafted an actual drink based on the question. So, so you're saying just the ingredients as a whole she gave? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Johnny, do you have any uh, noteworthy things from the chat or? Um. Apparently, Alex just doesn't want to risk the commander deck just as modern deck, so it says J.J. Jackson. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so let's get right to the ruling of this very first round. We'll start with Johnny Slivers. Which drink are you ordering in the multiverse bar? Oh, God, this is a... Uh... Sucks to have to judge, doesn't it? This is why yeah, I'm this, game, this so part of the game sucks. I'm going to... I don't know. I'm going to... I mean, Kess mentioned a flight... I and I'm a sucker for scotch, and I know about this. I know about J Japanese whiskey, so I'm I'm gonna have to go with Cass on this one. Okay, so one point, Alex Kessler. All right, so that's one Ooh. vote for Alex. Good call. That would have been and my third by, choice. By, by the way, it was it it was a hard call because I love they all sounded great. All right, um, I'm gonna go next. Um, Man, out of everything, and this is this is coming from someone that doesn't like gin, but like uh, Zuby said, I think the components were there, and uh, yeah, it just just kind of pulled it. She she managed to be on theme whilst making the other ones seem less on theme. So I'm gonna go with Cat as my vote for this round, and Zuby. We we need some like tension music playing in the background like those reality <laughs> shows. So, but I guess Jason, you can call me a basic white girl, but I'm going with Cat and her drink. Oh, well, I would go with Cat too. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't like gin, but it just was more on flavor. No, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah I also, thought Cat won that round too. I'm surprised wow. it wasn't a sweep. You you sold you sold me on a, a, a spirit that I don't like, so that's why you know I definitely uh, picked you to win that round. So that's. <laughs> One round up for Cat Light. Let's go to round two. Cat, you now get to uh, pick the order of which the questions are asked. 
Um, I'll pay it back to Jason. Alex can go first, and then Jason, and then me. Okay, so Alex wow. again gets, bla- <laughs> gets the honor of going first. Getting blasted, okay. Yeah. All right. I was uh, on your side, Kat. I'm on your side. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear the question. Okay, question number two. As Pioneer continues to grow as a format... And Wizard seems to continually be more liberal with bands in standard. We want to know what non-Pioneer card, which could likely break standard, would be worth reprinting specifically for Pioneer in a standard set. Why would your reprint be the best choice for adding to Pioneer? Can you repeat that again? As Pioneer continues to grow as a format and Wizards seems to continually be more liberal with bands in standard, we want to know what non-Pioneer card, which could likely break standard, would be worth reprinting specifically for Pioneer in a standard set. A reprint for standard from something that's not in Pioneer right now. Do you need any additional clarification, Alex? No, uh, how much time do I have in the first question? Two minutes. Two minutes. And will there be, like, some intermittent countdowns letting me know how far my time has gone? Sure. Yep. Cool. Perfect. Um, I'm going to go with uh, an oldie but a goodie, one of the first cards ever printed in Magic, and that is Lightning Bolt. Uh, This is a card that, A, answers pretty much everything under the sun, is never dead in your hand, uh, is, is kind of really the biggest representation of Magic, I think in the history of the game, um, it gives red a little bit more of an effort. It removes kind of the, the current, um, monopoly on removal that black has in the format, you know, with Thoughtseize and with the, the, the abrupt decay sides of the world, you know, giving another color one of its key functioning removal spells seems really important. Um, I also think that it's a card that will help allow, you know, all of these planeswalker decks or all these planeswalkers that have been printed last year that have this super high power level don't have a lot of really good, efficient answers against them, and giving red decks the ability to kind of burn them out and fight against them using the power of lightning uh, to be able to kind of really be more competitive in the format. Uh, not to mention, this allows them One to minute. do a reprint of the card that gets us the actual text, do three damage to any target. This is a goes all the way back to alpha and beta, where that's what the original wording was before they changed it to creatures, and then now planeswalkers and everything got really, you know, complicated with the rules, we get back to the simple, purest version of magic, as Richard Garfield intended, and get to give, you know, red, a color that needs help, and pioneer a little bit more power. All right. Invoking our our lord and savior, Richard Garfield's name, uh, I like it. Let's go over to Jason. Two minutes on the clock. Jason, do you need any clarification of the question? Um, no, I think I'm good. Okay. Whenever PK uh, wait, wait, you know what? Why yeah. don't you repeat the question just so I know all the components I'm supposed to answer? <laughs> it's a multi-part question, right? So it would it would break standard, but it would be worth breaking standard if they could ban it just to have it reprinted for Pioneer. Yeah. What non-Pioneer card, which could likely break standard, would be worth reprinting specifically for Pioneer in a standard set? Why would your reprint be the best choice for adding to Pioneer? Okay. Go ahead. Uh, my pick is the card Knight of the Reliquary. Um, this wouldn't break standard from a rule standpoint, but they wouldn't like it because they said they're trying to get away from shuffling in standard. It's a thing they don't like. It wastes time, blah, blah, blah. Knight of the Reliquary does some shuffling. 
But what Knight of the Reliquary does in Pioneer that we don't currently have is we don't have fetch lands. So mm-hmm. not only is Knight of the Reliquary a little bit more balanced in a format with no fetch lands where you can't do dumb stuff like, oh, I have, I'm tapped out and I got Lotus Cobra, but here's three mana to pay for the mana leak because I have a Knight of the Reliquary untapped. Uh, you're not doing dumb stuff like that. You're being a little more fair and you're using it to go find lands rather than ramp a bunch of mana. So Knight just kind of acts as a mid-range creature, can fight a lot of those other mid-range creatures, but it can also select a utility land. And you've got some really interesting utility lands, you know, like the Castle Cycle from uh, Throne. You know, you've got uh, you got all kind of utility lands. And Knight of the Reliquary gets those. It works better as a card in Pioneer than it would have One in minute. Modern. So I, I think it does kind of what you what you want without doing what you don't want fetch lands to do. So I think Knight, it has a little bit of shuffling, but not as much as like a turn one fetch land, turn two fetch land would. Um, it's more attenuated since you're in a, a format with no fetch lands, but it's not useless because it, it still has the ability to, to, you know, make you play more planes and forests. And uh, I, I don't think it would ruin standard as much as like there would be a little bit more shuffling than people like, but I think it's worth it to have that card in Pioneer. Excellent. All right. Now we're going to go over to Cat. Enjoying that nice uh, break. Two minutes on the clock. Can I ask a question? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So is the whole, it's not going to break Pioneer, right? Is the thing, it'd be good for Pioneer. Is like a, is a thing for us, right? Right. It could break standard. But it wouldn't break Pioneer. It'd be good for Pioneer. Correct. Exactly. Okay. Go ahead. So the first thing I thought about answering this question was that in Pioneer, the control decks really are lacking. Like the blue-white control decks are really lacking like a good removal spell. And there's just not a very good control decks right now in um, Pioneer. And so I was thinking about, or you have to like splash red and get this terrible mana base for like Jeskai. So you can have terrible removal spells like often shock. And that's just something that's just like not the way that, Control decks want to be functioning, and so I think a really good card to be packed to exile. I think it's a very efficient removal spell that does ramp your opponent. It's a very, I think the card's actually very pretty a balanced removal spell. It helps those like white and blue based control decks have good removal, and because we don't have fetch lands in Pioneer, you, like, running a three color mana base to have good removal is just a huge cost, and it makes you so bad against the aggro decks because you're constantly having to shock yourself. Your buddy lands just aren't good enough. You can't play utility lands because you're playing this buddy land mana base. It just makes everything very awful. Two two color mana bases are just like inherently broken in Pioneer because of the issue with um, one minute with, with um, the amount of damage you're doing to yourself. So I think an efficient removal spell like Path to Exile, which would be way, way, way too good in standard. Um, it would be actually very good in Pioneer. It's something that Pioneer is really lacking. Um, and so that is where I would go with that. It's also like on the, on the yeah, would be a removal spell that also can't go face, can't do anything like too inherently busted, but helps control the board and helps an archetype that's really struggling. Okay, perfect. So that is our opening statements. We have Path to Exile, Lightning Bolt, and Knight of the Reliquary. Let's go back to Alex for the rebuttal. Why is Lightning Bolt better than your competitors' picks? So one minute on the clock. PK? Go ahead. Uh, first off, you know, obviously Knight of the Reliquary was the first thing brought up. The, the wizard's total disinterest in shuffling, I think, is... Uh, Kind of not true. I mean, obviously they said they don't want to, they want to reduce it and fetch lanes in tournament play, I think is more of an issue of homogenizing mana bases and the expense they add to a format 
versus cards like Fable Passage, which were printed in Standard, literally in Eldraine. So I don't think searching your deck at any level is something that's not really available. Um, I, I think the issue with Path to Exile is that it's a, it, a little bit too much of a negate button, right? It makes it so that any creature out there under the sun make, is, like, really not as worthwhile as playing things like Planeswalkers or playing other effects, not having something that you can play a 3-4 to be able to dodge, like, Lightning Bolt or has a little bit more of a cost other than getting a seconds. play uh, is an issue. Um, and then, um, obviously, I didn't mention it, but Lightning Bolt in Standard uh, has its issues for similar reasons. It makes it so small creatures aren't playable, so having it in that format would be an issue. Five. Being a Pioneer. Okay. Time. Let's go over to Jason, get his rebuttal. 60 seconds on the clock. Go ahead. Uh, the problem with uh, having more one-mana removal spells, which is something they have tried to avoid, otherwise they would have printed them uh, in standard right now, is the fact that they're doing two storybook sets back-to-back. They're doing Throne Eldraine with like all these legendary creatures, and then we're going to go right to Theros, which is, what, the Return of Elspeth, Gods, all that kind of stuff. They're not going to want to have Path to Exile in a format with Indestructible Gods. That's that's terrible. They would, you know. So, do they ban it? I don't think they ban it. So then you got Path to Exile, which just makes all these cool legendary creatures just a little bit worse. And then everybody's playing white. I think it would damage Standard in a way you can't ban your way out of. And I think Lightning Bolt is sort of similar. You're paying three mana for like these three toughness creatures, and it's just like, oh well, you know, it, it reduces um, fifteen seconds all the creativity you need. In, in Pioneer to, to find good red removal, too, because they all, like, oh, this gets red creatures or gets blue creatures or whatever. I just, I think Five. removal it makes the entire format worse versus more problematic for one card. That's time. Okay. You couldn't argue against Lightning Bolt. He wants it in the format. He decides. <laughs> <laughs> that comment will be stricken from the record, judges. <laughs> all right. 60 seconds on the clock for Kat for her rebuttal. Go ahead. I think Mono Red is already on the cusp of being a very good deck in Pioneer and giving it Lightning Bolt that can also go face. This isn't a one-mana three damage to any creature spell, and if that was that, I would agree that it would be fine. But the fact that it deal goes face is just is going to push Red to exactly where Mono Black was, where something has to be banned. Like, that is a card that is just... It's almost broken in Modern. Like, the creatures have had to get so much better in Modern to where Lightning Bolt isn't playable, and Pioneer just like, doesn't have that depth of creatures. And I think uh, something like that where it can deal with creatures... And it can go face to where Mono Red becomes a creature deck that can control the board and burn you out is just way too, way too good. You literally would have modern burn in Pioneer, which you can't compete with having a modern deck in Pioneer. Um, I think that Night of the Reliquary, while it's like, cute, there's like no good lands in Pioneer that Feel of the Dead has been banned. So like, it doesn't actually do anything for the format. Like, it's like a, another three mana bear, basically, in that format because there's no fetch lands or something cool to get. It's like not even good in modern. Like, what does it do for Pioneer? Five. So I think that both of those, one's way too broken, one doesn't do anything, is where I come to. Oh, man. This is this is a this is a tough one. Uh, Shit, yeah. <laughs> that second that rebuttal round is like everything. It really you used to do fourteen rebuttal rounds. I know. We really streamlined <laughs> we this. We slammed it down mess. a little. We've grown so much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Only having sixty seconds is <sighs> really yeah. And so many things I want to. I have so many things I want to say. You guys are just like killing it though. Like it's this is really t- this definitely feels like a championship match so I, I just want to thank you guys for that let's uh Zuby, do you have anything to add to the facts was, was there any uh violations 
No, no violations, but shit, this is going to be a really hard one to decide. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, well, let, yeah, let's, uh, let me just read over the arguments real quick. So Alex picked Lightning Bolt. Uh, it's never dead in your hand, diversifies the format by taking some removal uh, from black, and it, help, it kind of, you know, broadens that a little bit. Um, and it's good against Planeswalkers. There's been a lot of Planeswalkers that's been uh, printed lately, so that's a nice check and balance. Uh, and it's simple and it's pure. It's just a, a nice design card is what Alex said. <clears throat> Going to Jason, Knight of the Reliquary, no shuffling in standard, uh, no fetch lands, so not as bad uh, as far as in Pioneer goes, and it utilizes utility lands well. And then we go over to Cat, uh, UW Control is lacking uh, in Pioneer, Path to X was her choice it's balanced uh, mana bases are not as good so uh there's not a, a whole lot of uh so there's not a whole lot of egregious things to to get um so let's go with the rebuttal so uh, alex said that knight of the reliquary uh watsy doesn't hate shuffling he, he challenged jason's point on that and path to exiles too pushed for the format uh he says um, and then uh, Jason said one mana removal way too pushed again for, for both competitors and wants to showcase good legendary creatures uh, that, that are being printed right now. So kind of on the other side of the argument that Alex is making about the Planeswalkers, Cat uh, said that Mono Red is already way too good um, and uh, no good lands in, in Pioneer. So Knight of the Reliquary is just kind of a, is kind of a dud. Uh, according to Cass. we should be able to rebut rebuttals because come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no one, no one liked the closing <laughs> argument section, so we I, took it out. I, I didn't say that mono red was too good. I said it was it's almost too good. Okay, like that's a really that's important true. thing to say. That's all right, an important distinction. Uh, real okay. quick, he also said that it has all the tools other than lightning bolt for modern, which is just untrue. Uh oh! All right, strike the record out. Fight going up. Almost all of the tools. So we have. Like, oh, are, are, are we just allowed to say whatever no, we want no, right now? And I, can I just list all the good utility uh, lands? We're done now. We're done now. Judges, don't listen. Uh, we will no, we listen didn't. to Cranked EDH because he did a super chat. Uh, he he voted uh, bolts hands down, so he really liked the, the lightning bolts. Unfortunately, this isn't round three, so that's... Oh, yeah. uh, that's the Japanese whiskey yeah. of burn spells. Oh. <laughs> and, oh. and, and, and Dr. Efren said pass uh, for another is... super chat. So, wow, the, the chat's getting... Uh, they're putting their money where their mouth is. They really want... I mean, save this for round three. You guys, you know, save your money for round three where this uh, you, your, your voice is really do matter and your votes really do matter let's go to johnny slivers how are you going to kick this vote uh, off this round i uh, you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna go with cat i i like i think it's it's a removal spell and does what relicari would do for finding lands for an opponent i think that's interesting it's an interesting balancing i i yeah i'm gonna go with cat all right i will go next i will oh man i will say i, I really felt jason as far as the one mana removal spells are just pretty powerful as far as this format goes but then cat really sold me on night kind of being a dud in the format uh but how can i argue against lightning bolt it's clean it's crisp it does everything you want it to do i'm gonna have to go with alex on this one so my vote is for alex zuby god this is gonna be hard um i'm gonna say right away i don't like night of the reliquary because it just doesn't seem to do much i do agree with what cat said in there, um, at least as far as pioneers concerned. Um, okay, God, this is hard. Let's pretend we live in a world where they weren't talking about banning Nick, though. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Stricken um, from the record. Light, 
The, yeah, and strike it from the record yeah. all you want, but <laughs> come on. Stricken, stricken. Well, fatal fatal yeah. push exists. And so, uh, all right, Zuby. Yeah, yeah, lightning bolt or path to exile? Fuck, this is hard. Um, I'm going to have to go with Cat on path to exile here because Ooh. it's I, I'm a control <laughs> player through and through. And Why it's um, and blue-white control is my favorite you know, modern deck. Cat's so. taking an early two to nothing lead, but this is this is not over yet. Let's go back to Rad Alex. Three. I will say it that was a very hard one. If I don't if she didn't pick Path to Exile, it probably would have been Lightning Bolt. <laughs> Man. Alright. Well, the Russian has cut Jason down a couple rounds, but that's okay because we are not done yet. But this I, mean, I was gonna say that's okay because there are no stakes. Hey, there's a belt on the line that the Hobbit hey, is wearing. I thought it was there is that <laughs> belt right there. He is, he is wearing, and he is ready to give it to one of you. So, uh... <laughs> oh my God. All right, here we go. Round three, chat. This is all on you. We get we are we are morally not obligated to to hurt feelings for this next round. So we get to kind of take a break. Now you guys get to be judge, jury, and executioner. So, chat, your voice matters on this one. So let's get a round three question, PK. Oh, okay. Uh, wait, wait, one second, Cat. You won again. So what's the order? Um, I'll switch it up. We can do Jason first, then Alex, then me. <laughs> Alex is like, thank fucking god. All right, <laughs> PK. Even though I really shouldn't get the person actually getting points extra oh. time. <laughs> Ooh. All gloves are off. All right. Okay. Question number three. With the release of Secret Lair, we would like you to design your own Secret Lair, but it has to be themed after one of your fellow contestants. Using your assigned contestant for the theme, tell us the following. What would you include in your Secret Lair project, and why is your design the best bang for the buck? Could you repeat that question just as slowly? <laughs> <laughs> With the release of Secret Lair, we would like you to design your own Secret Lair, but it has to be themed after one of your fellow contestants. Using your assigned contestant for the theme, tell us the Secret Lair project. Why is your design the best bang for the buck? And... Can I chime in here for a second? Oh, you're going to chime in real quick. Wait, yeah, I'm assigning here. All right, so Kat, pick clockwise or counterclockwise? Uh, I... What was that? Can I, can I just pick one of them? And that's easier, right? Like, I'm confused. No, no, no. Pick um, for the direct. Like, clockwise, it's going to be kind of random. Oh! So, clockwise or counterclockwise? Counterclockwise. Kat, your theme will be Kess. Kes, your theme will be alt. Alt, your theme will be cat. Okay. That's not confusing at all. <laughs> right. You're, all right. So, cat, you're theming your, your your secret layer after Kes. Kes, you'll be th theming your secret layer after alt. Jason, you'll be theming your secret layer after cat. So I'm going first, and I don't get to pick who I was going to do it after. Correct. Right. Okay, yep. <laughs> That's what you do to the guy in last place, probably, right? Uh -oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> Absolutely. Anything, el anything else? Would you like to handicap me in <laughs> and my beer ran out? I'm getting another beer. I don't right. know. 
So while, <laughs> okay, while we're, we're pausing, pausing. We're pausing. This is always a good time to... Kat, you just came back from competing in the Mythic Invitational. How was that? All right. Wait, hold on. This hold is on. Rooted, oh, dang. We're taking this our is rooted tequila barrels. It's going to give me tequila powers, which, which means I'll have to apologize to everybody with a personal <laughs> DM tomorrow. But I will have oh, superhuman strength. So, <laughs> Astrovia. Yeah. All right, Cat. Yeah. How was the Mythic Invitational, friend? That's huge. Um, it was incredible. Uh, it was incredibly overwhelming. So I had like the feature match round one. And I literally sat there telling Mimi the entire time that I was going to throw up. That I was just like, there's like 60,000 people watching us. It was just because it was just like, I'm, I would never, I started playing Magic three years ago. I would never, I'd never played any other card game. I've never played any other game other than like spades with my family. And now I was like at this Mythic Invitational playing in front of like 60,000 people. And I with some of the best in the world. And it was just like, everyone that beat me was just like, obviously better than me. And I was just like, it, I just learned from playing against them. And like, I got to talk to them afterward about my matches. And it was just, it was incredible. And I, I hope to do it again. And I'm just going to keep like working my butt off. I played like 95 plus hours with my deck and I worked my butt off. My deck was just a terrible choice <laughs> for the inbred meta, but uh, which is also a learning moment. And it was just, it was incredible. I, I I can't even articulate fully how overwhelming it was to be surrounded by that, like, that much magic talent. Are we going to get any kind of vlog or were you pretty yeah. laser focused no. on? Okay, cool. There is a vlog that's going to the invitation, um, the SCG invitational and then also the mythic invitational. So it's like an end of 2019 vlog. Sweet. That's Ooh. awesome. Yeah. Kessler, you I'm just toured the world again. How any, uh, yeah. cool, cool, uh, stories real quick from the road. Uh, Essen is the largest game convention ever. It's insane how big that place is. Uh, India food is great. Uh, and Hong Kong during the period that we were in is very surreal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was really cool. I actually got to fly around the world. I went from LA to Hong Kong to India to Germany to London to LA. Um, that was cool. <laughs> and month of October was not in the United States. So I'm going to D.C. tomorrow. So that'll be cool as long as I kick this cold or a miserable flight. We'll find out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I want to see Command Fest. I'll be there. Excellent. And Jason, anything on the pike that you could tease or spoil for the audience? No, I mean, not really. Are you... <laughs> Do you want to talk about our upcoming podcast episode? Look, sure. I have I have a six month old kid. You don't get to do stuff when you have a six month old kid. <laughs> you have a six month old um, kid. That's new. Yeah. Congratulations. It's not to... that new. It's six months old news. <laughs> <laughs> it's new until it can, can you know use a toilet. Yeah, I think that's yeah. I, the... I guess until he's to... mm. until he's potty trained. Right. He's yeah. new. Then you um, could just you know leave him in a room and just kind of you know whatever. But no, I do that now. But <laughs> I'm sure I'm doing long term psychological harm to him. But you know, in my defense, uh, <laughs> we all turned out fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my dad hit me with a belt, and I turned out fine. Right. Yeah. Well, you're saying that on Facebook, so probably not. Yeah. No. <laughs> All righty. I don't Let's, know. Uh, yeah. I, I've been spending a lot of time prepping for the end of the year episode for Film Hooligans, which is the best movie podcast you're not watching. Right. John and I are going to do the the our top 10 of 2019, and then I'm going to do my top 10 of the decade. Then I'm going to talk about movies that you like that I don't, and uh, that should be a really good time. It should. <laughs> 
Absolutely. So all the stuff I have coming up is projects. I'm not flying to Essen necessarily, but I am staying home and watching movies in my basement. Hey, I made myself sad. <laughs> <laughs> Using my own life, I made myself sad. It, it made me sad that you made yourself sad because that's pretty much what I'm doing as well. But, yeah, I know. Right? Oh, <laughs> let's just continue with the game before we start Sweet. having some real, uh, real moments here. So let's get that, those uh, two minutes. Oh, what, Alex? No, no, you you paled past. I made affiliate on Twitch. You can subscribe and get a Yoda drinking tea Twitchy most. Oh, <laughs> nice! Did you like, just make it? Because I saw on the uh, the Master Modern podcast that you guys were aspiring to make it. So that did that like just happen today? Yes, we've been focusing on YouTube. So like our YouTube following and live streaming there has been a thing. But then we just started figuring out how Twitch works because we're a podcast and we are realizing that video is a thing that people right. do and watch with their eyes. <laughs> well, PK yeah. has been trying to, to get our ass kickstarted to do that as well. So that that's coming. Yep. Uh, we're we're going to, we need next to, year. It's coming. Yeah. Right, John. We need to start. Right. 2020. Yep. It's our year. All right. Uh, t two minutes on the clock. Let's get back to business. Niceties okay. aside. You guys all hate each other again. Let's go. Who's going first? Uh, Jason. Jason. Okay. And go ahead. Well, um, since I got cat, I was like, how about cats? Oh, they already did that. Oh, she likes fairies. How about, oh, they already did fairies. And that's why I kind of wanted to do Kessler. But you know what? There's some other stuff I know about cat. Uh, I know that she's very competitive. And I like EDH. So why not marry those two concepts and... Secret layer, competitive EDH. Now, competitive EDH is a completely separate format from regular EDH because it's basically they know what 90% of their deck is. They have 10 spots to play with, but those staples mean that if they want more than one competitive EDH deck, well, I need a lot of Imperial Seals. So I'm thinking kind of in the uncommon range, maybe to rare, maybe one or two good rares. Um, you pick stuff that, that really needs a reprint and they're really not going to do it anywhere outside of secret layer, uh, but it would be great with new art, you know, maybe as a foil. And this was something that the competitive EDH players would really like. So you give them, I don't know, give them Carpet of Flowers, you know? That's not on the reserve list. You can print that up. That's an uncommon. Go ahead, give a new art on Carpet of Flowers uh, in a foil, maybe. That'd be cool. Something like Simeon Spirit Guide, maybe. Mm. Um, you could even do Food Chain if you wanted. If you wanted to throw a real high but, uh, dollar rare in there, uh, do something like Food Chain. There's all kind of tutors you know, all your 5 to $10 tutors, like Mystical Tutor. Uh, you got a lot of room to play with. Um, but there's some stuff that's only been printed once in EDH stuff, like uh, Stranglehold. Um, that wouldn't necessarily be good in a Modern Master, so it's really tough to reprint. This allows you to print EDH staples that wouldn't be good seconds. in any other format, but that competitive EDH players need multiple copies of. And if you did, like, New Art Foil Dramatic Reversal, that would even be something that competitive EDH players want. So there's a big list of staples they all need. Give them new art, give them some foils. Uh, I think people will snap them up. And I will snap them up to resell them, so everybody's happy. Ten seconds. Uh, put a horse in there. Cat likes horses. <laughs> I will spend the rest of my time drinking. Right and the dealer horse. There you go. Boom. That's got time. Oh, that was a nice uh, exit. Yeah. Put a horse in there. She like cat or horses? Yeah. Yeah. Put the kids to now. number five, put five cards. Gather around, grandchildren. Grandma's going to tell you about horses. <laughs> yeah. Back in 1996. <laughs> what the Perfect. hell? All right, let's go over to... Just edition starter decks trying to get Necropotences. Uh, and I never heard of... Jason is tequila 
barrel happy. All right, Kessler. <laughs> yeah, two minutes on the power. Really drunk from the uh, So, uh, this was a really interesting. Actually, a different good one for Kat. So, if we'd gone the other way, this would have worked because her last name is Light, and there's so many sun things in the world and in the game of Magic. So, you could have based it on that. Not everything is about cats. But going with Jason Alt, I think I'm going to go with uh, alternative versions of cards. Nice. So, kind of the time shifted cheat. Oh. Uh, so, stuff like Damnation and Manatithe and Magus of the Bazaar or Pyrohemia. Or Simeon Spirit Guide, um, you know, go for kind of things that were in other colors. It doesn't all have to be from, you know, Planar uh, Chaos. You can go with something like Generous Gift, uh, which is more of a recent kind of version of that. So looking at alternative color costs of classic cards and things that have been printed. A lot of these, you know, Damnation and, and um, one other one. Damnation is about thirty dollars herbal and and kind of gets your price point where you need it to be. So you get to play around a little bit more with. Um, some of the more fun plane shifted cards uh, to to really make it kind of a more of exciting thematic thing, and I just would want his one face minute. superimposed on every single one of the cards <laughs> um, in different, just like different angles, and, you know, just getting really good even for maybe the back look at just the whole three sixty of Jason Alt. I'm not going to be able to rebut that. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> We've all seen the seance meme. Yeah. Nice. All right. Not you're good. I'm going to drink my tea for the rest of my time. <laughs> someone's getting healthy, someone's getting not healthy. Now let's go to Kat. You have two minutes on the clock, friend. Go ahead. So, Cass, obviously, there's a card that's Cass. And Cass would be the one that I would want to model it around. It's like, yeah, it's, a, it's an easy one. But um, I think that that card has a lot of really cool... Oh, and I didn't even see that. There we go. It's perfect. And the artwork. I think there's a lot of really cool graveyard synergy with instants and sorceries in that. So I'd probably choose the cards like Past in Flames, Snapcaster Mage. Um, oh, another really cool one recently was Dreadhorde Arcanist and like Torrential Gear Hulk. And I would choose cards like that that are like really like cool fundamental cards because they do like really cool things and they're also like really fun and on theme with the, like incense and sorceries in the graveyard maybe just a gift some given for fun because they end up going in the graveyard anyway and that card's just fun um and that's kind of like where i would go with playing off of his name i also know he does the masters of modern podcast and those are all like modern well i, I wish torrential cure hulk was a modern staple but we can all in our hearts it can be a modern staple for blue decks and i think that all of those are like on theme with that with uh his podcast his name and i think that's where i would go with the secret lair cat using her platform to lobby torrential gear hulk uh, <laughs> hey no one watched the uh or, or at least i'm the only one that watched uh, the masters of modern podcast on this show right now because i would know that uh Kessler was pushing for all the um, storybook cards, right? For for the cast deck. Uh, no, no, no. Mine was it was it was uh just all snaps. I had uh, the card snap was in my. I uh, had this. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right, let's go back to Jason for uh, rebuttals. Sixty seconds on the clock. Okay, go ahead. Uh. Using my last name and reducing me to just uh, alternative <laughs> cards is hurtful. <laughs> People have been doing out my life. Might as well call it Secret Layer Control Alt Delete, you uncreative bully. <laughs> oh, dang. I got nothing else. That was really good. Also, I wanted to do Kessler, and I would. I had all Kess stuff. For, like all Kess stuff for EDH. I was ready to go, and you're like, you got cat now. And I was like, all right. Uh... <laughs> 
you know? So, uh... 30 seconds? Yeah. Um, I would like to convert the rest of my time into bonus points for not needing. <laughs> so, that's not how it works. That's how that works. Like, I, I was more succinct and concise, so therefore, you guys should take that into account. Stricken from the record. <laughs> I didn't need to filibuster myself. I've already made my point. Uh, right. Kess is a bully. Let's go back to. Go back. That's time. Back to wow. Alex. Alex the bully. I dropped my mic, but it's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> it's an, ooh. We're not getting paid for for a film holding. So, uh, um, Alex, I mean, sixty seconds. Sixty seconds. Okay. Go so, ahead. so uh, with Jason's point, he didn't tailor his his secret layer to his subject matter. He he just made what he wanted. He picked Commander's not even competitive. <laughs> so you're like, oh, she's a competitive player, but I like Commander, so why don't we print a bunch of Commander cards that I would like? The secret <laughs> layer. Um, and then uh, as far as Cat goes, I mean, I, I made this already. There's literally a video we did of what secret layers we want to do, and every card you listed going down of oops, all Snapcast pages exist. It's the low hanging fruit of the fact that my name is a card. <laughs> oh. um, and I, yeah, I'm happy with my choices. Okay. If you call me a competitive EDH player again, I will fly to LA. <laughs> I didn't. I was saying EDH isn't competitive. No, competitive EDH. That's what I said. It's a different format. C -E -H. Mm. I, I understand. F former competitor uh, Jim LePage has made a good living off YouTube with CADH. It's it's a thing. All right. And I defeated him in battle. That's true. <laughs> like Warmers versus Fanny Packs. He didn't have a chance. PK, uh, 60 seconds on the clock for Mrs. Light. Miss Light. Go ahead. Um. So... Uh, I top aided my first open with spirits. I am known for being the spirit queen. I uh, have spirit squad gear. I yell about spirit squad on Twitter all the time. And you just called me a horse girl. And you drink your beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, if you feel bullied, I feel bullied. So, <laughs> you didn't even you didn't even get to the low hanging fruit. You just like didn't even go near the tree. <laughs> Um, that was a problem. I have to say that I think Alex, uh, yes, your name is Kess, and obviously I thought just the same way you did because I listed off all. The, apparently, if I list off the ones that all the ones you liked, then I was right on the ball and should be commended seconds. for that. Not told that it was low hanging fruit. So uh, I think that my answer was obviously the best for the person, and I am not a horse girl. That's all I have. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not a horse girl. Mm -mm. I didn't call you a centaur. <laughs> didn't see you have a horse face. Cat. Yeah, it wasn't like a Sarah <laughs> Jessica Parker <laughs> reference or anything. Um, oh, sweet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. John. Wow, John. I'm saying that. It's Jason Olive here. Oh, jeez. All right, let's. Even so, though. That so, we're which not... are we doing? Are we are we doing spirits for Spirit Girl? Are we ignoring the low hanging fruit? They can't both be a liability. Oh, for the record. <laughs> All right, so let's. Uh, Break it from the record. We're gonna go to the to the judges real quick. We don't have to uh, say anything about this, but we're gonna give the chat a little bit of time to to like send your votes now. Pick who you think won this round. But let's go to to uh, Mr. Zuby. Uh, any facts that you want to point out, or just any uh, any good any highlight reel? 
Shit, Cat and her rebuttal in that last was damn <laughs> fucking wrecking face. Um, I, I I do I do really like Alex's uh, secret layer though. Uh, alternative version, uh, cat. Uh, alternative versions of cards. I'm not a big fan of them all having Jason's face though. That's the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it worked for Seance. I thought, I thought you can get them altered. It's fine. True. Oh, oh, that's now true. PK is dogpiling. <laughs> <laughs> uh johnny mr slivers how do you think uh, this uh, round shake up sh- shook up i'd love to see carpet flowers come back because <laughs> uncommon cards shouldn't go for 20 freaking dollars yeah sorry <laughs> and let, let me just uh, kind of read off what what was said uh for the for the chat um, so we have the UW can, oh, that, that was last round. Uh, John's not even drunk. Uh, Jason said, you know, uh, he picked cats or he didn't pick. He was given cat by Mr. Slivers where he said CEDH, uh, carpet of flowers, Simeon spirit guide, food chain, mystical tutor, stranglehold, dramatic reversal. There was a lot of cards rattled off. I, I can rattle off that many magic cards in that little time. He basically called Alex a bully, uh, just saying that he's more than just his, his keyboard uh, counterpart button. Uh, Cass said uh, the alt versions uh, for, for Jason. Planar Chaos style, generous uh, gift. Color, he liked the color bending, like Damnation, but not just for um, uh, Planar Chaos. And then he said, CEDH, it doesn't doesn't work for Cat. And Cat ha- uh, picked low hanging fruit just for picking his last name. Uh, and then Cat uh, p- had Kessler. Designed the layer around the commander, uh, pass in flames, uh, torrential gear hulk, which he is uh, lobbying for to be a staple, the dread horde arcanus and gifts ungiven, and she's you know I mean that was that was kind of the the mic drop of the night. That is the gif is I am not a horse girl because uh, she is the spirit queen. We want to thank Crank EDH for the now seven dollar. Uh, super chat. That is that is crazy. And he, he says you're the best cranked. C C E D H layer. Uh, so do we have? Uh, I'm gonna let Johnny tally up those uh, votes. Do we have a clear round winner? And I guess if Cat wins this round, we have a clear match winner. Oh, do we not have to play the fourth round if Horse Girl wins? <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> dang. oh my god. Doesn't like horses, damn it! Oh man! No, I do like horses. I'm just not a horse girl. There's okay. a difference. Okay, she's difference. she's not obsessed with horses. Okay. Thank you. In my defense, I said she likes horses. I didn't say she's a horse. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> that's true. I don't right. like horses. I just like horses. <laughs> um, I think based on what I'm seeing here, I got from what I, I don't know if somebody uh somebody wants to double check this one. I think I got three votes for cat, two for Cass, and one for alt. Yeah! I see four for Kessler. Um. Kessler sees four. You Your chat is hopping. You got six people watching? That is that is not true. <laughs> we got Lazav. We got, uh... Oh, oh wait. That... Ivan. We got, uh... Oh, we got three. Yeah, I have Eric another one for me. Barbarian. I mean, I Cat won this. There's, like, yeah. 30... But That's good. <laughs> I want my five, okay? <laughs> so here is your winner and new Supreme Verdict Singles Champion, Hellcat Light! <laughs> wow, Yay! congratulations. Woo! Holy crap. You are 
are the first ever champion. You took down the beast in Jason Alts. No she really back. galloped away with this oh. one. <laughs> oh, oh damn. We have a rivalry uh, in the making. PK, let's go to the after match uh, interviews for the new champion, Cat Light, and the other competitors. Okay, so uh, we'll start with Cat. Um, Kat, how did you prepare for this evening? Was this, like, as big as the Mythic Championship was for you? <laughs> uh, um, I'm going to decline to answer that. We were told that reality TV was going to be involved, and I started, like, massively, like, Googling reality TV shows because I don't... All I watch is like crime shows. Like I'm watching four. Dexter currently, and so I'm really glad we never, never got to that point of reality TV because I have no, <laughs> no idea what I was doing. Housewives on lock. I have uh, 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. I don't even know what was... that is. <laughs> Great, I actually highly recommend it. Don't watch the Housewives, oh. but 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days, like random people go to like Borneo. <laughs> <laughs> and have to like survive it's really good no i was gonna say oh no naked that naked show where it's like the two people show up naked on like an island somewhere i've that's watched naked, that in a frame. Cool. i don't i don't think that's I think a reality show i think is it? what are what uh, network is that on red tube like oh. what are you watching oh, no, no, oh, like, dang. Like, that's a real show that's it's no, show. it's real. The naked and afraid show with the two naked the, like, people in the hotel glitch. room. I think it's called. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real website. So. The guy shows up with the pizza, then she doesn't have any money. What's that reality show called? Oh boy, oh, man, man. Jason, Jason's getting a little bit salty here. Yeah, <laughs> salty. I think that was called Deep Dish. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Oh my God! Three what the, the hell? All right. Uh, let's. Uh, yeah. So, Alex, wh where do you think you, you went wrong in this in tonight's? I I disagree with you. I came in saying I'm here to beat Jason Alt and make sure he doesn't walk away here undefeated, and I succeeded. This competition has the same rules as my EDH play group. You get three points for winning and five points for making me lose. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Kessler the winner. What's the uh, common well, denominator here? The fact that I'm standing with the, the amount of medication that I have inside sure. of me, and uh, this was full when this thing started, and I finished. Dang. Uh, a long flight tomorrow. Five years of this thing, this, uh, this experience. I'm just, I'm just happy that uh, Jason has the ego brought down. Uh, obviously, the bully in the room is 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 pretty obvious. I'm glad Cat won. She got mm -hmm. to an MC. She won this. She's just all all the way up. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yep. I I would disagree that the bully got taken down. Cat Cat steamrolls folks, and <laughs> she's pretty harsh. Um, Things get sharp. Let's uh, do it with a smile, right? Uh, <laughs> so, are you are you interested in competing in the uh, in the spring tournament? You would be the third seed, Alex. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds like it's a, a thing. And uh, anyone, I, I heard there's a rumor that you might be uh, interested in in joining the teams league as the Masters of Modern podcast. Any names that you would want to throw out? Any podcast teams that you'd want to go against? 
Ooh, um, I would I would do a rematch against Jason and Corbin. I think that would be fun. Uh, for who? I, fun for who? Can <laughs> <laughs> I pick a different teammate? Oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, I think that, 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 that host on brainstorm. Yeah. How about me and Kessler versus Corbin and Ben? That seems oh, fair. Oh, a little mix up the masters of breweries versus the, <laughs> I can't do that. I don't brainstorm know. mastery. Modern. <laughs> <laughs> brainstorm <laughs> is modern. All right, PK, you got any questions for Mr. Alt? Um, yeah, just what, what happened tonight, Jason? Oh, I wasn't allowed to rebut the rebuttals, and people said things that were factually not true, but that's cool. We just let that slide. Yeah. Uh, So you need all three rounds to really. Arguing process. But I didn't want all three rounds. But I needed all three rounds. It's a paradox. (laughs) Yeah, what? Okay. Sorry about that. That's fair. I prepared for tonight, like I always do, uh, by sleeping for three hours. Watching two kids all day, recording another podcast before this, and writing an article, and then getting drunk. So uh, I kind of thought <laughs> nice. that would work because that's always worked before. Yeah. When I had to beat, you know, John and uh, <laughs> Nard. <laughs> wow. And me. Such disdain. Oh. So, like, you didn't well, even I, say that with. Disdain. I narrowly. Like, you only didn't win because it would have looked bad if your co hosts had let you win. So you actually were taken down. For propriety's sake, so <laughs> no, I was not I was allowed to fight fair. me on an even playing field. If you if we went on a, a neutral third party podcast, I'm sure you'd win. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But thank you for that vote of confidence. <laughs> That's nice. In, in Jason's slight defense on the rebuttal going away situation, sure. I do think that if you get rid of the third one, you should rotate after the first round. Just who, what the order is. Right. Get like getting locked yeah. down. Rebutting against rebuttals for the first two rounds put me in a position where I was just like I get to make stuff up and then drink tea for twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is a constant. This is a fluid show, so all we're learning, yeah. growing. I, yeah. I, I exactly. had the frames and it's journey, not the destination. That's true. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. You're, you're all my starter kids, so I learn on you, and then I get to, you know, raise the other kids right. Uh, <laughs> But Kat, uh, well, Jason, well, first, so going into the spring tournament, and this is all one-on-ones, so it's not a three-person match, but you would be the one seed, even though that we still would have an undefeated person in um, Aaron from Turn 1 Thoughtseize at 1-0. He, he would be the second seed just because you would still be a three-and-one competitor, so you would be the number one seed. So how, how do you feel going into a tournament style? Do I have a, a choice? Oh, no. You're contractually obligated. I didn't even ask. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what are you asking me? Are you, is the question, like you're doing this because you're my friend and I want you to do this. <laughs> right. So that's the question. Your question is you're doing this. All Moving right, cool. Along, Kat, uh... <laughs> the one seat doesn't go against the, the two seat. The one seat goes against the eight seat. Who's the eight seat? No, the 16 seat. There's 16 people in this thing. Okay, who's the 16 seat? Uh... I feel pretty good about it. It's probably you. <laughs> no. no, I think it's Johnny Slivers. It might be Johnny No, Slivers. I've been bumped out. <laughs> We're we're not sure. Uh, I haven't Thank really seen the the. the Joe Dunning zero and one said he wanted to open mouth kiss a six month old. I, <laughs> I feel real strong mouth. about my chances against you. I never said open mouth, but I didn't 
not say it. Uh, you did not say it, and that's that's what I want. Oh my gosh, what the crap! That's right. <laughs> oh my God. This is a... I can promise it'll go off the rails just as much as it is right now, and I, you know what, you against me, I can't wait. Oh, I'm, I didn't Damn. even say I'm competing, but I'll, ho- well, I'll host that match, knocking. John. I just challenged you. Oh, it's I'll my privilege as the three and one. All right, all right. We'll see. <laughs> I know a guy that can make that happen. So, uh, <laughs> that, who, who, you know, there's 16 people gunning for that that new cheddar that you have around your your waist. Who who are you? Who do you think would be your biggest uh, your biggest challenge in the in the MTG community in a one on one for your belt? Just out of anyone. Yeah, I mean, you are public enemy number one. Everyone's gunning for you. There's. Does it have to be? Wait, as, does it have to be one of these sixteen people? That's what you're saying. Just no. challenge anybody. anybody. Challenge Frank Karsten. Daryl. <laughs> Daryl Ayers. Daryl Ayers. Who's a, uh, he's from Virginia. He plays on the SCG tour. He writes for face to face games, and he's one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. And he is so quick witted. It hurts sometimes to talk to him because he just like comes up with it so fast. Like I'm I'm quick witted, and he just blows me out of the water. It's like Daryl Ayers would just crush me. Well, he, he whether he likes it or knows it or not, he is now in the tournament. <laughs> he's invited. He's signed him up. <laughs> if there's uh, anything I know about this tournament, it's involuntary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, and let's uh, just a quick farewell from the from the judges' table, gentlemen. I, I think we we did something here. Uh, I don't know what it was, but we now have a, a championship. It was it, simply magic. That's what it was. <laughs> Perfect. It didn't catch on fire. That's true. That's true. That's, I, true. that's, that's a win. <laughs> that is a win. Uh, John Flivers, great question as always. <laughs> Zuby, awesome, awesome on the uh, on the judging skills and the fact checking. Uh, let's go around the horn. Where can everyone find you, Mr. Slivers? Uh, you can find me here. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Slivers, and there it is, quick and simple. All right, Zuby, unceremoniously next. Uh, Magic Zuby can be found on the following on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio, and Spotify. And you can reach me at Twitter at Magic with Zuby, and on Instagram at Magic underscore with underscore Zuby. And you can email me with any questions you may have at mtgzbgmail.com. Best sign-off in the business. That. Let's go to PK. Thank you for co-hosting this one. ton of fun as always. Where can everyone find you? Everyone can find me on Twitch and YouTube at Pixie Kitten Place. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Mr. Jason uh, Eugene Alt. What? Uh, I would like to <laughs> use my shouting out my Twitter time to uh, to shout out Pat Crack Fever in the chat for uh, referencing Better Off Dead. That's amazing. Nice. Also, my Twitter handle has been underneath my name for the entire episode. (laughs) It's true. So go there. (laughs) Jason has a pin post that he likes to tell people to check out. Check out my pin post. I have uh, pictures of John Dunning shirtless. (laughs) What? 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 He's wearing pants, but he is shirtless. (laughs) Okay, where? (laughs) And uh, Alex Kessler from the Masters of Modern Podcast. Uh, thank you again for coming on, sir. Always a, a blast uh, doing How these the things. Do Where can everyone pictures. find you, sir? Uh, uh, Twitter, I think, has been below me this whole time. But uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Kesco. You can get a Yoda drinking tea emote if you subscribe. Um, and then uh, the Masters of Modern Podcast, we do modern content. We kind of started just expanding into whatever we want to talk about. So modern and pioneer and commander and... I think we talked about uh, which type of olive oil is best to cook with for about 10 minutes today. Uh, and the answer was <laughs> olive oil, right? Um, 
And then, uh, in general, if you go to a Target or Walmart, buy a hula hoop. The shiny ones. Don't buy the light up one. Buy the shiny one. Um, cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for being a good sport and coming on Half Dead, sir. Uh, and our new singles league champion, Hellcat Light. Uh, hashtag not horse girl. Uh, where can everyone find <laughs> Damn you? Damn straight. Uh, I can be found on Twitter at HellcatMTG, which has also been below. But I think that uh, my amazing new belt is covering it now, so I'll remind you it's at HellcatMTG. And I'm on YouTube, HellcatMTG also. And then I'm on Twitch, and you can follow me if I choose to stream again. Oh. So. All right. um, that's where I can be found. No one tell me if I'm going to stream or not. Uh, you can <laughs> so you're saying it went real well the first time. It went well, but then uh, streaming is a lot of anxiety, and it made ma playing Magic not as fun. So I chose to not do it anymore. It's but if I choose well. to do it again, yeah, it wasn't for me. But um, sometimes I hop on, occasionally. You should do it like you me do. and just play, force other people to talk about Magic. You play Chandelar, that's what I'm going to do. You just play <laughs> Chandelar and it doesn't matter. That's a game. What is that? Oh, oh we'll if you don't know fair. about Chandelar, everyone listening, if you don't know about Chandelar, it's a microprose game for like 96 and uh, it's not even it's kind of magic. You have like a deck and then you go around to different towns and like people challenge you to, to duels and you take their anti cards. It's amazing. It is a lot of fun. Uh, and, and it has mana burn. It yeah. does have mana oh, burn. Oh, oh, and yeah. there was a bug in the first version where you could tap their stuff. So you would like tap their mana vault and they would take four on their upkeep. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and then they take a fifth damage from not being able to untap it. It was great. All right, folks. Uh, I want to thank Crank EDH and uh, Dr. Efren in the chat for the super chats. That was awesome. And thanks, everyone, for showing up, liking, subscribing, sharing this video, telling everyone that this show exists. If you want to talk magic or movies with me, you can do so on Twitter, at Orzov Done. And until next time, let's wipe the board, MFers. Bye.